Moses must go. <laughs> Welcome to Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Uh, that was Wild Wild West. The, uh, who was that something club? The Skate Club. The Skate Club. Yeah. Not the Parachute Club or the Gun Club. One of the few songs, I love a band that mention themselves in their song. Yeah, do they? What'd they, they say? They certainly do. There's some sort of ragamuffin scatting going on in the middle of that song. Yeah, oh. rippers to wave your flags in the air, so I thought, you know. Instead of that one to Alan Jones. Jody. All jokes must go. It is Friday here at Get This with myself, Tony Martin, shortlisted for the Miles Franklin. That is absolutely false. And Kimberly, Father of the Year. That is absolutely false as well. And of course, Richard Martin, Mr. Nude Australia. Equally, absolutely false. <laughs> All right, runner up. Fine. Do some tango dancing with Carrie Ann and leave us alone. Geez, that was awkward. At the beginning of the show, you might have heard that clip from uh, John Jarrett. Now, what was that? Uh, that was from today tonight. Um, uh, well, allegedly, I'm going to throw a whole bunch of allegedly yeah. around some sort of menacing uh, phone voicemail message that he left. He'd left uh, someone who's renting a, a house from him. Yeah. And uh, all's not going well. And apparently they're old family friends, so it's all in front of the courts at the moment. So he's called them up and done his character from Wolf Creek. Mm. Quoted, I'm a winner. <laughs> and, and allegedly, as well, uh, spray painted on their driveway and on their house. Well, well, I'm a winner. That was all in the story, in the Today Tonight story. Imagine yeah. think, looking out and going, it's Mick Taylor from Wolf Creek graffiti in the front of our house. Telling me the winner of pudding. Fine. Had pretty crew goodbye last week. He wasn't happy. <laughs> It was Mick Taylor, was it? Mick Taylor. Mm. Also in the Rolling Stones at one point. There we go. As a replacement for Brian Jones. Then just moved to the outback and started going people in the spine. Hey, it's, it's, sick. it's a rock and roll story. Got to do something. Sponsors. We don't have a sponsor. Uh, Why know, do you think that is? The endless talk of the film Short Bus, <laughs> often in the first break. I think that could be a factor. Bagging of other radio programs. <laughs> yeah, that's not helping. that help? Making fun of the sales department's blue sky session yeah, pretty much every day. I think doesn't help either. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't reckon no. what we're going to have to do. Mm. We're going to have to get our own sponsor. Oh, yeah? yeah. How do we get, get one of them Bluetooth things? Okay, well, I'll get the. Uh, I'll load up the Holden Astra. Uh, you guys put on these white shoes. Everyone set your hair to AFL. <laughs> uh, and let's get out there. Hit the board. Yeah, let's get. Let's get amongst it. I've uh, got a potential sponsor. I don't know. This guy sounds slightly unstable to me. Yeah. But Perfect. He means well. I'm Bob Johnson, and I'm smashing all my prices. Look, there's some prices. Now there's that. For me, Bob Johnson, and this hammer. Look at this price. $755. Completely illegible. Contract prices. There goes another one. Was $2,995. Now, who could possibly read that? But I'm not stopping there. Prices over here have been getting away with murder for years. They're beaten to a bloody pulp on the floor of my showroom.
Johnson, smashing prices for no discernible reason, pointlessly standing on the roof of his store in his underpants saying, why, why did she leave me? Weren't the brain-snapping bargains enough? Future destroyed life now, futile, must smash all my prices at all my stores. My beautiful stores, she won't take them from me. I'm Bob Johnson, damn it. Bob Johnson, he's crazy, mother... But always boys on the knife edge of sanity and you reap the benefits. Okay, is that alright? Yeah, it's fine, mate. Do you think there was enough smashing noises? Oh, there's plenty of them, mate. Yeah, um, you don't think we should just add a few more? No, no, there's plenty of them. I really want to sell the whole smashing prices. I think you got that idea. Okay. Alright then, I'll see you tomorrow. See you guys. Thanks, mate. Watch out for that glass door. I don't know. Is that the guy you want to hear at the top of our show every day? Yeah. Uh, two, two, things, two things happened there. Uh, we were going to have some applause at the end. Rich had it ready to go and Tony said, no, there's a nice tinkle at the end. I want to hear it. There's a hubcap rolling around. Do not talk over the, the, the tinkle. And you guys are deaf, right? That's true. So the headphones in here are set to like, you know. Kill! Yeah. <laughs> And every day I get a little bit deafer. Thank you so much. The smashing of glass, penetrating my eardrums, really helped that along. Another 20 years and you'll be Lee Simon. Yeah, at the, at the moment I can vaguely hear horns going off <laughs> from cars when I'm on my bike. That's over. That's over. Who knows? All right, we have a potential sponsor. Have we got a potential program? Let's find out next. Snow Patrol hands open here at this around the nation on Triple N. So, uh... That clip that you played, Tone. Yeah, which one? The one of oh, the sketch. Yeah. What was wrong with it? What happened? Uh, it was slightly clipped at the beginning. <laughs> How so? Like, what, what, what happened? Like, did we lose a second or less? Yeah, maybe half of a syllable. Yeah, but it really does. It interrupts the great opening of it. Yeah, you know the technical perfection of this show. So we lost, we lost half of a syllable. Mm. And Tony stands up during the song. Listeners, Tony stands up and goes, Rich. Is there, is there a problem with that? And Rich goes, yeah, yeah. As, as, not, Tony hasn't even got over the desk yeah. when Matt Dower comes down the line from his... Marlon, was there a problem with that? Uh, yeah, we take things seriously. All roads lead to Marlon. What's up with you, Marlon? What are you trying to cut half a syllable out? <laughs> part of the wide ending, Richard. You've got to squeeze yourself in that half syllable, eh, Rich? That half syllable loss will show up in ratings because I guarantee you. Do you think so? Someone will come in from promotions. Rove is going to come out on Sunday and do a half syllable at the top of the show that's going to kill. <laughs> <laughs> because I've cut it from this show. Yeah. It's the end of the week. All syllables must go. And we haven't heard from uh, from the women's mags. They've been bone dry. I have. We haven't heard from the women's mags, or more specifically... Those industry sources, onlookers, observers, associates, friends, and a pal. Those well-placed insiders and those fellow diners could not help but notice the smell. Those in attendance were startled to witness the fast-growing stain in his pants. But that's just the way Mr. Hasselhoff likes to do business when he's visiting France. Story in the history of the women's mags. <laughs> Hasselhoff pisses self at airports. Still our favourite. Yeah. Listen, what about Britney Spears? Haven't heard from her for oh, a couple of days. I love Britney. The pals have come to the rescue. Good. 
Pal say Brittany is continuing her total body makeover, having already spent 120 grand on surgery. Wow. The singer was recently spotted at another LA plastic surgeon's office chatting outside the building with one of the doctors. What a giveaway. For 120 grand, <laughs> couldn't I just get my head taken off if I was Brittany yeah. and just have it placed on the top of Rebecca Roman Stamos? <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure you'd love to place your head on the top of the They might say cavalry, but there's no time. Mm. Just chatting out the front with one of the doctors. Yeah, it's a giveaway. Having a consultation out the front. <laughs> Look at these x-rays. Should we maybe go inside? I don't know. There's a lot of pals in there. I like it out here in the open. Yeah, in the car park. Thanks yeah. I have a camera. No, no, no. He's got a big nose. What she having done? Having already had Botox, laser peels, and What's white... laser peel? I don't know. It sounds painful. Lipo-dissolved injections. What's a lipo-dissolved? Something you have to slim your thighs. That's what she's already had. Well, hang on a second. Hang on. Wait, 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 wait. If they inject me with something into my thighs to dissolve the fat around my thighs, yeah. where does it go? Uh, I don't know. On feet? Straight onto the next album, I would have thought. <laughs> but what she had, I'm a tap in my knee. Did I just sort of revolve <laughs> in my, me- my knee? Did I just release into a little saucer? I need to get the Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> drip tray yeah. around your ankle. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Also, a really strange reference from about six weeks ago. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. This is why we don't have a sponsor. <laughs> so what's she having done now? The lipo dissolve is passed. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be enough? Wow. Tapped up your knee? No, what about this? Her new shopping list includes bum, breast, chin, oh. and neck lifts, a brachioplasty, which is tightening of the upper arm, liposuction on her back, and laser removal of varicose veins. Pal say she also wants her nose done, something she's been thinking about for years. Oh, don't you love that fresh-faced natural beauty, Britney Spears? <laughs> <laughs> how much is that? How much would that? That's about uh, 500 grand's worth. You're having fat sucked out of your back. Oh, having a new nose stuck on. Thighs oh. down, breasts up, bum back, neck gone, tightening of the upper arm. You just go in, is it all up on a board? Is it like dominoes? I have, yeah, that, that. <laughs> just give me the super supreme. <laughs> chuck in, I'll chuck in bum for just with a can of Coke, you know. And then they have it all. Like sex cream as well. And then they do it all, and then they photograph her, and then the airbrushing continues. Is that right? So do you think she doesn't look like that at all? Do you think she looks more like Rich? Yeah. In real life. So all that happens, and then all the airbrushing, just so someone can pick up a picture and go, oh, she's hot, that pretty Yeah, but it works on me, see? That's the thing, Tone. So much work. I pick it up, I go, oh, it's paid off. Hey, I grand well spent. There's people out there who are just quite good-looking naturally. Where are they, though, Tone? Hey, which magazines are they in? Maybe they're, uh, well, okay, enough about Brittany. I'm feeling sick. What about K-Fed? What's he up to? Speaking of fat drained off the back. K-Fed, he's... Stepped out of the spotlight, hasn't he? Yeah. Fed? Some K-Fed suction. Yeah. Can you suck this guy out of my life, please? <laughs> He's really on there. Lindsay's secret hookup with K-Fed. Uh-huh. Oh, just days after signing divorce papers from Britney Spears, Kevin Skibberline has hooked up with yeah. Lindsay Lohan. <gasps> oh, never seen any of her movies or heard any of his music, but it's just so fascinating. I can't get enough. Listen to this. The actress reportedly summoned K-Fed to meet her at the Raffles Lermitage Hotel in Beverly Hills, inviting him for drinks and to discuss, quote, business. Believing she might have a movie role lined up for him, Kevin hurried over. What? Oh, oh what? 
<laughs> Lindsay Lohan is calling you to this frankly seedy-looking hotel. <laughs> oh, that'll be a movie part. Should be. I'll be in the next Herbie Fully Loaded. <laughs> I'm going to get over there quick, smart. I'll be playing Herbie. I shall play the part of Herbie. You'll be rapping. Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be America's most hated beat-up. <laughs> okay, she's gone over there. Then the sources kick in. Mm. There's a source they were both swept up in the heat of passion and made love. Oh, what? Where were the insiders there? How do they know that? Bed insiders. Pillow insiders. Raffles Lermitage. Sources (laughs) and onlookers. (laughs) Kevin didn't emerge from the room for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah. (gasps) Lindsay's attitude towards the rapper has certainly changed since he tried it on with her after his split with Britney Spears. This is like a week ago. (laughs) Life's changed seven days. The text message has got more romantic. Oh, yeah. Uh, apparently, just after the split, uh, KFED has text messaged Lindsay saying, we should hang out. That's Actress, okay. less than impressed. Text back, why would I hang out with you? Soon turns into a slanging match with Kev calling Lindsay a fire crop. Yeah. He's always, you've always got that on her. That's the thing. This is a listeners. If Lindsay Lowen's ever going you, whip out fire crotch. She's got nothing to come back to that. But obviously, you know, you turn around on him now. Mm. He's over at the uh, Raffles Lermit. Yeah, yeah. Where's that fire crotch? <laughs> Bring it on now. Hey? I've had a turn around. Hey? Oh, God. Show business news. What a life. Oh, what a lot of fingers Nikki's holding up. And yet there's so much more here. We'll be back in a moment with more from... Those pals and insiders of my fellow diners And yes, someone close to the stuff Insisted a friend of an onlooker's pal Had associates there in the bar Allegedly someone, according to sources Some startled observers and pals but friends were not sure what the pals saw sources all saw something took place, but none of that was verified by insiders or observers or the pals. Uh, we'll be back in a second. It's around the nation on triple and get this still unsponsored. Okay, we organised during that last song. I heard uh, Ed trying to line up some sound effects oh. with Richard Martin. Yeah, have you got a donkey? Have you got a donkey? No, there's nothing in here. There's no donkey in the computer. Really? We've never used one. There's never been a competition. Touch my ass. Nothing <laughs> like that. Wouldn't we have done that? People are running to get the whiteboard. <laughs> Touch my ass. That could work. Good stuff. All right, Ed. You have got uh, in amidst the sandwiches and falafels and uh, no, 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 it's a tuna. It's a homemade tuna salad today yeah. and a chicken sandwich. It's starting to spread across the entire desk here. Delicious. And underneath all that, mm-hmm. I can see yellowing bits of paper. Okay. Newspaper articles going back to, well, the bicentennial from what I can see. <laughs> You've got a choice, Tone. You, we, you, let's have a bit of choose your own adventure. Uh, you can either have donkey courtroom uh, <laughs> or you can have uh, oh, yeah, breaking into the lucrative Chinese market <laughs> or you can have letters of the week. So all the things you've been promising at the top of the show for <laughs> the last five weeks. Yes. Yeah, I like to say a donkey courtroom. <laughs> yeah, <definitely. laughs> okay. Thank you. Okay. Well, all right. Except we don't have a donkey, so okay. So donkey uh, slash horse. So now this is the best. So I'm going to point at you, yeah, Richard, yeah, when, you, when we need the stuff. Okay. Okay, everyone, now just suspend your disbelief now. So uh, here's a story. A donk, Buddy the donkey appears as witness in the dispute between two neighbours in Dallas. Right. The first witness called in a lawsuit in Dallas is a uh, is a donkey called Buddy. <laughs> However, 
A witness. A witness. In a, in, in is a, he giving testimony? He is. a hoof on the Bible? <laughs> oh, sorry. Preempting. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, let's just. So now we're going to cross live. Are we? We're going to cross live to the courtroom yeah. where Buddy the Donkey is, uh, is on the stand. Yes? Yep. We're all good. Not yet, Mr. Not yet. Disbelief suspended. Interest is suspended. Buddy, uh, thank you. Don't, I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. Buddy, the donkey, on the night of the 10th of April, were you in your stable? One stamp for yes, two for no. Yes. Were you of sound mind? Did a man approach you? <laughs> My knuckles hurt. Did you know him? In your statement, you say he approached you and kissed you on the neck and nose. Is that right? And is that man in court today? Let it be known that Buddy waved his nose at Richard Marsland. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Richard. It's a lie. Play the lie. Play the court. It's a lie. Now, Rangers, because I'm completely confused. <laughs> I'm completely confused. Point fingers. Oh, no, background noise. Did you get some courtroom out, boss? Tony, you're up with Matt all day recording your smashing glass and worrying about half syllables. I had time to get in there. I have to do these things live. I see what you're trying to do. There. I think that worked. Yeah. That, was, that was a boarded up theatre of the mind. <laughs> but that was. I know what you're saying. To be a restaurant of the mind. You wanted something like this. Can we go back and drop that into what? Unfolded Adelaide can. Adelaide sure can. Give us one letter of the week. We've got time for okay, one yeah, letter of the week. Uh, they work in twos. So here we go. Into Crystal. Someone's written in the Crystal's column this week. Don't do. Lovely Zoo. We love you. Dear Crystal, I've heard that cheaper sex toys are just as good as the $200 jobs. What do you reckon? Val via email. And Crystal replied, Mine is pricey, but definitely worth it. A sex toy is an investment, so money shouldn't be an issue when it comes to keeping your girl sexually satisfied. Right. I like the idea of sex toys as an investment. Get your money out of blue chips, people. All the money's in French ticklers. That's the real boom industry. There's another letter. Stick down, dildo Here we go. The cheap one. Yeah, the cheap one. So you don't want to try and... You know, uh, fashion one at home. Or use one that you might have lifted uh, with one of those cranes at the Easter <laughs> show. Get it, kill the dildo, quickly. Oh, you can't. Look at the digital wire. Now we've only got a snaggle boots. What are you going to do with that? Don't answer, Richard. Just uh, uh, so, here's another letter of the week. The other letter of the week comes from James Wilkins yeah. uh, from a street newspaper, the MX, in, uh, in Victoria. Mm. No, wrong one. Amy Anderson, that's who I meant. She's 22. She's a student. And they're after, what's the best show on television? Now, normally people see things like, I like heroes. I'd like to have a superpower. I like, you know, like, I like neighbors. Oh, the drama is so amazing. Keeping in mind the letters for TV Week, we know what they're like. Yes, Basically sure. written by a publicist. Amy Anderson says she likes The Biggest Loser for the theme tune and the fatties. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's the theme tune that brings me. It's the fanny that keeps me round. <laughs> All right, that is officially the most symbolic segment oh, how dare you. we have given. How dare you? And it's not over there because Ed Cavalier has brought in a turban 
He's going to be reading people's minds. At the end of the day, you can't please everybody. Around the nation on Triple M. Good morning, everybody. And we don't often do community service announcements on this program. There's not really room for them. What with no. all the uh, courtroom sketches, donkeys, <laughs> and mentions of Gayfield. But our sister station, Patterson Lakes Primary School FM, School of Rock, ten block radius, uh, Patterson Lakes, Victoria, are having a family fun day at uh, Patterson Lakes Primary School tomorrow. Now, it's for a good cause because one of our listeners, Lisa, Lisa Valavanis, I have to tell you, pronounce your name, Lisa. Yeah. She has a four-and-a-half-year-old son, Sam, who has, and, you know, she puts it quite bluntly, cancer of the eyes. I didn't know there was such a thing. It's no good to help him out and to help raise some money for uh, the Royal Children's Hospital Ophthalmology Department so they can buy a ret cam, okay. which will help people like Sam. They're having a fun day tomorrow. Now, you might say, okay, that's all very well. Mm-hmm. How much fun is there going to be? Yeah. I live in Brisbane. Am I going to fly in for this thing? Yeah. I don't want to be disappointed. If I'm loading up the car with the kids and everyone, we're going to drive down. What am I looking forward to? Harley Rice from 12 till 2. This oh, is tomorrow. Hello. Family fun kicks off at 10, goes till 4 in the afternoon. Shrek jumping castle. It's pretty good. It's like a big green lorry arc. <laughs> and you just bounce around inside it. Animal farm. Oh, oh, petting zoo. I don't pet. think that's a political metaphor. I think it's a real animal farm. Got people reading it out. So, <laughs> huge rock wall Good. and emergency services displayed. Oh, don't they go? Oh, I love that. Brilliant. Ambo's doing wheelies in the car park. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. All for a good cause. Good is, luck, uh, Is everybody. there any uh, handball, like four-square handball going to be played? I don't know if there'll be room. Because... Uh, you're the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've kicked some handball ass down at PLP. I've played the fourth grade, and ain't nothing. Madison <laughs> Lakes Primary School, that's where you want to be if you're in Victoria from 10 till 4 tomorrow. The Beyond Psych Family Fun Day, all for a good cause. Good luck, Sam. Good luck, Lisa. Good luck, everybody. And uh, uh, hello to everyone who will be at my old high school in New South Wales, vandalising it every oh, weekend. That's for a good cause Love as well. See you. Have a good time, guys. Richard Martin, it's time to do your Missy Higgins. Uh, let's, uh, let's, shall we unleash Stephen Pagal oh. on Richard's underpants? Oh. Triple M. It is time for Talkback Mountain. The uh, the theme music's been a bit wussy and uh, near romantic. Mm-hmm. We need something with a bit more ball, a higher plum factor. <laughs> what he got for us, Mr. Marlin? <laughs> Metallica, yeah, Lars Ehrlich with the uh, the military drum beats, but I think that's I mean I'm not don't know Metallica. I think that's Injustice for All from the album Injustice for All. Maybe I'm not sure. Good to know. Good to know. What about Mr. Uh, Cavalier's turban? What's going on? You're going to be predicting futures horoscopes today, you say? Yeah, uh, we don't do enough things that people like on this show. (laughs) So. 
So I've decided to go uh, to use my abilities for good rather than evil. Right. Uh, and I've enlisted the help of... So what's happened is, let's say the Who, your Who magazine, that's like Women's Day, yeah. your Women's Magazine, they do um, horoscopes. Yes. So I've taken some of their horoscope, mm. rechanneled them through myself right. and, until we get the most accurate results ever. Okay, so do you want to just test it out on us? Uh, yep. Okay, good. Do you want to tell my horoscope? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm a Gemini. I, I already knew that. Okay. Uh, I said it wrong, but I think I got the album right and Justice for All. Yeah, right. That's only because I walked in on Maddie doing it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what was the song? I'm, as I said, I'm not a Metallica expert, but the song was one. Oh, we'll give yourself a round of applause. Yeah. 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 It's a great turn. Out of the window ledge. Being talked in by the prosecution. <laughs> comedy? <laughs> sort of comedy. It's a weird one. I've never seen it. Satirical comedy, I guess. I better get into it. Jeffrey right. Tambor from uh, Larry Sanders. Yeah, yeah. And hey now. And uh, Arrested Development. Dang. Dang. All right. I think that's <laughs> enough nerd talk. We've probably lost everyone. Right. We'll win him back with horoscopes. Ed Cavalier has a turban on. He's going to predict the future of our listeners. Have we got uh, Michelle? Michelle, are you there? I am. Where are you from, Michelle? You tell me. Come on. Calm down. Thank you very much. Uh, 
nervous as if he was reading up a screen. <laughs> Michelle, are you a Scorpio? No. Oh, this is going to take a long time. So just, you just say what you are and I'll tell you if you're correct. Aries. <laughs> well, well, yes, you're close. Uh, you're an Aries. So, here we go. Uh, oh dear, Michelle, you will be accidentally covered in salmon and be irresistible to bears. Do not go in the woods at any cost, Michelle. I'll have a fishy odour. Yeah, does that sound about right? I hope not. Have bears been following you at all? Not in Karen Woods, but there could be some in Frankston. Oh, Staying at the Frankston International, no doubt. Uh, thank you, Michelle. I wish you good luck. Uh, Hi, Jude. Jude, how are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Oh, dear. You're a lady. Hi, Jude. How are you? I sure am. Your, <laughs> your future just changed. Oh, where are you calling uh, from, Jude? No, Noble Park North. Exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 There's a video shop where they had the ride. It's right near. We could hear it. it was oh, you could hear the ride? Yeah. What did you see? Were the people running out with standees of Yahoo Serious? Oh, yeah. It was pretty much Yahoo Serious and all those sorts of fun police academies. Oh, <laughs> they go first. They go number two with that because that's the worst part. It is. <laughs> Although, once Bobcat Gothquake comes in, come on. It's yeah, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't arrive till three, though, does he? Oh, it's three. Yeah, I think okay. it's a little bit of a show in two. Well, I remember. God, I mean, that's awful. We've even lost Ed Cavalier. <laughs> even he's losing his shit. Do you know what you've done there, Jude? You've given me time to uh, write a, uh, a new prediction. <laughs> a new prediction there for you. Jude, what did you start on, Jude? It's Gemini. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we get along the There's two of those. It's a work for me. Uh, okay, it's work you as well, Tone. Uh, Jude, you will go to the video store and rent The Wizard of Speed and Time. And so oh. with stop motion photography. Short bus. There you go. Reenact away. That is a bold prediction because nobody has ever rented the Wizard of Speed and Time. Thank you, Jude. Hi, Cassandra. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. How are things in Waverley today? <laughs> yeah, it's sunny. It's nice. Yeah, Waverley in Sydney. That's yeah. all right. All right. What's your start sign? It's Scorpio. Scorpio. What do you got? Advise a teenager that a small investment will pay off in the future. You will then take ten dollars from them, punch them in the face, and say, "Ha ha, cop that, youngster." Sounds exactly like something I do. Yeah. So I say, get punchy. Uh, <laughs> best of luck to you. What do you have planned for the weekend, Cassandra? Uh, I'm working tomorrow. Um, oh, what are you working on? I'm a courier driver for St. Vincent's Hospital. Oh, oh right. So you're couriering like hearts from the airport, <laughs> things like that? No, they don't trust me with anything that important. It's just blood and specimens. Oh, specimens? Specimens. Hang on a second. Give me the address of some NFL football. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. Hello, Paul. Yeah, g'day, guys. How you going? I'm good. How's Melbourne? Oh, uh, it's still there. Haven't broken again. All right, well, good. Paul, you're a Sagittarian, are you not? Uh, I can be whatever you want me to be. Sagittarian, my friend. Sagittarian. Woman's Day says you get set to be creative. Inspiration will strike you when you least expect it, possibly when you're sleeping. So, Paul, maybe it's time to paint that portrait of Christian Slater with your ball pack you've always dreamed of. Has he hit the nail on the head there? Um, he's hit... Something. I don't know about a nail and or head. Right. What are your plans for the weekend, Paul? Um, comedy. Surely, comedy festival in Melbourne. 
I'm getting something here. Uh, you're an Aquarian, are you not? No. Good, good. Good for you. Let's move on. You're in a mover and shaker. You set to break free, and you will stand up for something you believe in. So it's time to start that cult you've always dreamed of. The spaceship paradise. I'll start again. The spaceship bound for paradise for you and your fellow followers for wait. Oh, thank you. Religious cult? Oh, no, I don't think so. Oh, really? Surely there's got to be a few weird cults and link You don't have 30 pairs of matching sneakers for people <laughs> and a barn? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Come on, Kim. Oh, uh, very little, actually. Yeah, you must have something on the ball. Oh, uh, yeah, probably have, but I can't tell you on the radio. Oh, yeah. Hello. Finally, I've got one very quickly. Tony, how are you? I'm very well. Yourself? Oh, I'm good, thanks. How's Mango Hill? Oh, mate. Bloody good. <laughs> You tell me. Is that going to be a regular? I'll do it. It's very specific. I love it. Talk of javelins piercing <laughs> people's body. That was our, that was Yankovic. He's a hack. Uh, <laughs> I tell you who's not a hack. Someone who's joining us in the next hour. A fine yes. comedian from the UK, Josie Long. Gretel Colleen describing them as not externally stunning. <laughs> Happening. April, this is where we want everyone in Australia to wear a cape to work. 
Uh, and next year I'm going to do show that's complete opposite, and it's going to be called Cocaine and Guns. <laughs> that's the way. That's the way. Get you. Did you win the Perrier Award? Oh, I just won the Newcomer, yeah. Wow. So Newcomer's not, it's different. Newcomer's like, you're still a bit crap. Oh, <laughs> the encouragement of Yeah, yeah. Like, go on, good try. <laughs> Come back. But, uh, you know, has it uh, opened doors for you? you? You know, performing at Elton John's birthday, things like that? I've got to come here. This is enough for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what is this? Yeah. You guys have raspberry flavoured 12. You live in paradise. Well, what else of ours have you, has impressed you? I'm Movember, obviously. 12. Oh, my God. Oh, imagine Movember eating a 12. I think I would die. You <laughs> <laughs> get all stuck in your mouth as well. Oh. You can enjoy it halfway through December, just licking your chops. Well, see, that is a question. What about women who grow massages for November? Is that a lot? Is that good? Embrace. Because I like, like French. I, I like the idea of growing massage to look a bit French. Oh, yeah. I like, I like the French. I think they're really glamorous and like. French women, a bit body hair, yeah, let's make a little bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I do that little cash. <laughs> They've got a, is it going to be a female prime minister now in France? Is that the Sarah? Yeah, Celine. Yeah. You're saying she should dash up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Just to take it seriously. I'll go over there, I'll be living there. <laughs> <laughs> what else might you leave there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's politics coming. <laughs> we'll be back to talk about what are we doing today? Oh, yeah, good news. For once, optimism and happiness on Kevin. <laughs> Josie Long, comedian from the UK, is with us. I'm reading off your press release. It's riddled with spelling errors, so I hope this part's correct. You won <laughs> the BBC New Comedy Award when you were just 17 years old. That is true. Wow. Um, what was the material about? It was kind of weird. It was just the things that came out of my head as a little girl. Right. So it was all like pretending I'd done all this stuff. So right. it's like, my grandma rings me and I work on a phone sex line and it was weird. <laughs> I had this really long thing that lasted about five minutes where it's just me ranting about all these chickens in the supermarket. <laughs> and then I go, and then I woke up. That's what cheese does to <laughs> That's like my best joke. <laughs> my killer joke. And I liked it. And what made you uh, decide to get into comedy? Um, I was really obsessed with TV comedy when I was growing up. Uh, like from the age of about eight or nine. Um, when I couldn't sleep, my dad would watch Monty Python with me. Oh, wow. I really loved it. And just liked writing little things and showing off, basically. <laughs> and then I found there was a workshop near me when I was about 14, so I used to just go along and just muck about. And a comedy workshop? Yeah, yeah. What goes on there? It was run by this guy who was the biggest stoner I've ever met. Of course it was. Like the laugh, the dean <laughs> of the university. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he was a professor Tokemon. <laughs> is that even a word? It is now. Yeah. And <laughs> what he does, you kind of sit there and you see your stuff and you go, Oh, that's got a lot of potential, that has. That's supposed to be a Geordie accent. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, that, you should develop that. And then you go off, and then you come back and do it again. Oh, yeah, see, that's all he's just been encouraging. Yeah, but yeah that's, that's all he was. That's awesome. He's brilliant. Oh, that's and, good. Uh, that kind of started me out, didn't it? And Monty Python, I mean, I wasn't... Uh Allowed to watch Monty Python rise. Why not? Well, it was too gory. It was like, it's remember that sketch, Salad Days? Salad Days. That sketch caused a lot of trouble in New Zealand, and children weren't allowed to stay up and watch Monty Python. Oh, really? uh, Benny Hill was off. I can't imagine why. Oh, it was too saucy. Really? <laughs> too, you know. it was the dirtiest show <laughs> in the whole of the 70s. <laughs> it was. It was, like, it was corrupting the youth. Well, what time was it on? We wanted to go out. To watch Hill's Angels. <laughs> it was 9 o'clock on, 9.30 on Friday, <laughs> but the yeah. TV was just off. Exactly. Dad was guarding it. <laughs> not turning that on. <laughs> 
They're done. You're not going near that. <laughs> but I guess, but kids can watch anything now, can't they? Oh, yeah. YouTube. Your YouTube. So Python was acceptable. What other ones were around? Um, I, I really liked, when I was a teenager, I really liked uh, Stuart Lee's shows that he did with Richard Herring. Was he over there? So I've been out here yeah. uh, a few times, but those shows have never been screened here, and for some reason they're not available on the DVD. Um, so people just talk about them and they sound bizarre. But they are really, they're really underrated. And well, what they were was, they were very silly and very kind of um, off the wall. So we do like these weird little sketches as part of them. Uh, like, um, they did like biblical proverbs and um, had this section that was just lettuce leaves, like, <laughs> but the lettuce leaf family, that sort of shit. And they had a cartoon called The Organ Gang, which was about the different organs in your body. It was like a Mickey take of educational cartoons. Yeah. It was just brilliant. It, it was so funny and it was so kind of good natured. And uh, what they really did was they inspired like a whole generation of people to love comedy and be into comedy because they would always say, like, We've got a competition this week, and that is to design your own Millennium Dome. Oh, and right. you'd have to get all these beautiful like drawings in from teenagers, and kids, people just love that. Did you, know, you send anything in? Not only did I send it in, but once I got it on the show. Oh yeah! <laughs> what did you get on? What was the Millennium Dome? <laughs> <laughs> and what was it about yours that uh, got it over the line? Uh, well, the thing is, right, the, the Millennium Dome is like one of the biggest examples of folly. Ever, right? It was yeah. just stupid, and it was really mean because I grew up in South East London, so I just did all these really pointless, obscure references to South East London and how rubbish it was. So I'd be like, humour of Lewisham, which is like a really rough area, <laughs> including facts like, my boyfriend got mugged in Lewisham. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a big picture of Tony Blair with googly eyes, and I was like, for babies. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I've read about now the Stuart Lee Richard Herring. They had a show that went out live on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. That seems a very perverse time to do a comedy show to me. And well, live. Actually, there was a sort of tradition at the time. There was a show called The Saturday Show that went out live on a Saturday morning. Right. And that sort of came out. Like in the 90s, like comedy in the UK was sort of really in vogue and they were like hearts oh, in new rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I think people were. They were willing to kind of schedule people in like that. But it was great. It was it was one of those things I always remember, like, going out about 14 or 15 on a Saturday night, coming back, putting on the TV the next morning and just feeling awful but laughing so much. I was, like, sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, I really, really am sad that it isn't still on forever. It's all just ringtones now, isn't it? You wake <laughs> up on Saturday morning and it's just, bang, get Hinder on your phone or you will not be cool. Kids, I'm talking to you. Uh, you mentioned the south-east of London. You know, sadly, uh, all of our knowledge of the south-east of London is from EastEnders. <laughs> We're big fans of uh, Frank Butcher. Come on, Frank. Come on, Frankie. <laughs> Don't be like that. <laughs> You're a Frank Butcher fan, Justin. I love him. <laughs> what do you think of that, Frank? Oh, yeah. You need the point. I, I, I had this problem this morning. No, so Frank is obviously just stunned into silence. He's wandered off when he's back now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, Frank, what, what, what do you think of that? What the hell? There you go. Oh, you're yeah. singing Frank G. Team effort. Richard Martin. Do you guys watch his fingers? My wife, I have to tape it for my wife where I'm in trouble. So I just get bits and pieces and I just pick up odd phrases like, you're not going to take me up the allotment, Dave. <laughs> Sounds very painful. You don't want that. <laughs> and lots of references to uh, bringing the motor around and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah. Just termino- Cockney terminology. Yeah, can't you come over there, talk like that. They'll treat you like one of their own. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have UK-themed pubs here. 
Yes. We're just for one night. The pub will just be all darts and chairs and Dave. And, uh, <laughs> Everyone will have less fun. What <laughs> <laughs> happens? Hey, let's have more fun. Let's do that next song. Get this. Chevy. Really Chevy. <laughs> On Drupal Lovely moment off air. Yeah, we're just talking to Josie Long, fine comedian from the UK, about Kevin Bloody Wilson. <laughs> I quite like to be called Josie Bloody Long. That would be much better. <laughs> we do hear a lot of bloodies. We're talking about EastEnders uh, just before and Frank Butcher. And what we're going to do now is talk about uh, things that make your day. Yeah. Just little things where you go, yes. And for me, Good day. it's when I've got the VHS running across EastEnders and it's a Frank Butcher episode, mm. and you get a gold bit of footage. And we love Frank. And the other person we love is uh, David Dickinson from Bargain Hut. He's a terracotta man. He's a very tanned individual, that one. He, yeah. We love is him. he still popular over there? Because we're a couple of years behind, you He's see. He's trying to jump the shark. Like, oh, everyone, loved really? everyone thought he was cool. And then it's like he suddenly sussed out why everyone thought he was cool. Did he release a single? <laughs> oh no, he became self aware. Yeah, so he suddenly was a bit like, hey, it's cheap as chips. That's what you like. Yeah. We have a lot of that in this country sportsmen who are naturally funny, and then suddenly they're, you know, photographed as, you know, Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger and twins on the cover of the TV week. Oh, classic. Classic. I'll never get old. But we like Frank Butcher and David Dickinson, and uh, we love cutting them together in conversation. Check this out. Have I done my homework? You've taken it as possible when you should have known damn better. My homework has been over 25 years. Written up. Fuck yeah. 25 years. I've got flair, I've got talent, and I've made several million pounds. What do you say about the antique business? So you're saying now you're qualified to tell me. I couldn't tell you I'm all about it. I can't come charge it up to your share of the I've been doing this business for 25 years. <sighs> I'm very disappointed in this conversation today. And in fact, I'm a bit off with it. What is the matter with you, woman? I'm not happy. What the hell? I think about it, not quite frankly. <sighs> you know, you take it a bit out of me. You are an old woman for crying out loud. You ain't a stretching your time. More than 25 years. That was my take home home. Well, very strange, you know, Robert. Come on, you big brother. What the hell? I will walk from this series. Like the dozy big clown he always was. You can carry on merrily on your bloody own. God help us. That's how I feel about it. Because you've taken... 25 years of special work with a lot of flair and a lot of talent into question. All this You say this from now on. No more prisoners, no more nice talk. From now on, you are dealing with Dickinson. And I love you, you barmy old old noble God help us. <laughs> I like it when you see old people and they're wearing sports clothes. Like a really old man wearing like a zip-up hoodie and you think, you're not going to the gym, are you? <laughs> <laughs> just like it because it's comfy. Our Prime Minister's a bit like that. <laughs> oh, he gets around the track. Yeah. Yeah. So just seeing something like that can just... That'll make my day, definitely. That's the kind of thing we're looking for. Do you yeah. have one of those, Ed Cavalier? Two lunches. Two lunches. Uh-huh. First lunch. 
like the initial lunch, the kind of, uh, like the, yeah, exactly, the workload lunch, just to try and put some, you know, put some filling in, and then the kind of, you know, the kind of, hey, the kind of wacky, not a wacky lunch, that's not what I'm after, but the kind of, uh, the flavoursome lunch that follows it. So you might have, like, spaghetti for your, for your standard lunch, and then you might have some salmon, just to treat yourself to lunches. <laughs> like, I've never seen him so happy. Look at him. Two lunches. He's thinking about it now. He's looking at the clock and going, it's almost time for the first of my two lunches. Tony has just turned into a giant piece of salmon. <laughs> Why is that salmon talking to me? Maybe he wants to be And yet, three breakfasts, Joseph. Yeah, three yeah, breakfasts. Yeah. So how many dinners? Mm. You, so you always eat for seven meals a day. Yeah. You eat seven meals a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you not a gigantic tubby man? <laughs> Yes, gigantic, but well, not tubby somehow. I think I'm, on, I'm on the gear. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And what do you have for, uh, so you have dessert. Yeah. And but then after dessert, dessert is, dessert's a bowl of cereal. Yeah. But then after dessert, there's this new meal I've discovered, Josie. Just before you go to bed, bowl of porridge. Mm-mm. Bedtime. Little yeah. Bedtime porridge. Sleepy snack. Yeah. <laughs> what is wild? That is crazy. Delicious. I've never known anyone who eats like that. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to a school. I'm on Weight Watchers. There's no way I can dare. Oh, you're not. You're not really on Weight Watchers. Yeah, I love it. It is like a cult. That is a cult. Uh, I see. But so you don't have to sleep with the leader. I'm well, I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> is that bad? And the pound just dropped away. <laughs> uh, icy poles on the menu? Um... I don't know. That's it. We, we have to on the menu. No, on the Weight Watchers thing. Is it icy poles on the menu for the Weight Watchers? I, I think I'm allowed to have one if I want. Okay. Yeah. I'll probably not be allowed to have 17. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, it doesn't like the sound of Weight Watchers. Because I thought like ice cream. No, right? Probably no. Well, hang on. Icy poles, they're only about 45 calories. So, so it's sweet. You can have one of them. That'd be about half a point. I'm such a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Martin, what makes your day? Well, the thing is, I know a lot of people find this really annoying, but when you cut your toenails, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, for starters. Sure. Okay. But then when you hop into bed and the toenails stick into the sheets when you climb in, yeah, you I love that, that feeling. Really? I love that feeling. Yeah, it feels really clean and new and nice. So you wait till the very end of the day to make your day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wow. And so, and you know, and obviously I go to sleep a happy man. <laughs> but you know when you put your feet in, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they get caught in the sheets. I love that. Like, but a lot of people hate it. Yeah. I know it's a real. So like, you're working at Rove. You've come up with no good jokes for the monologue. Everything's gone wrong. You've done a bad stand-up gig, Richard. Yes. Excuse uh, me. Will isn't calling you with <laughs> wanting more jokes for after dinner speeches. Yeah. And then you get into bed and it's all fine. Absolutely. Oh. Cut the toenails and I'm a happy man. Lovely. You can always redeem the day. <laughs> Lovely. What you've already cut your toenails the yeah. day before? What should you do that? Well, that's the thing. It's, it's a pleasure that only comes through every two or three months. Getting into bed with freshly cut toenails, having a second lunch, spotting an old person in sports clothing, chopping together some footage of two obscure British voices. That's what makes the day in here. Tell us what makes your day anything at all. We'll accept anything. One triple three five three. So, DC, who made who here get this on them. April is a fantastic month for this show, not just because of the uh, cape work mm. you can see on the street if you look hard. <laughs> there is some out there. But of course, it's Comedy Festival Month in Melbourne, and haven't we had a fantastic selection of guests in Cavalier? We have been spoiled rotten tone. We certainly have. Spoiled rotten. Back to Ma- What's going to happen in May? 
hey, trouble. Footballers. Jonesy Long is here. You could have this mate where everyone has to miss each other the entire month. <laughs> this mate. This We're going to do that. Great idea. We'll just be changing the tone. Picking on Richard for the whole show. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but it's not about negative vibes today. No, sir. Jonesy's show is full of, uh, well, kindness. And you leave feeling extremely happy. Yeah. I, I went last night and I was just hugging strangers. Yeah. Some of them pushed me away, others were into it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some too into yeah, it. That's what I'm after. But what about our listeners? What makes them happy? What makes their day in Cavalier? Mark, how are you? Hey, Mark. Yeah. Hey, man. What, uh, what makes your day? Yeah, my, it makes my day to hear that there's someone out there who can't go an hour without feeling faint. Oh, Mark, you know what? No, I'm, I'm six foot four, I'm whipped thin, and I, I can't go an hour without passing out if I don't have a good uh, sandwich or three. Have you ever uh, have you ever had the porridge before bed? <laughs> oh, you know what? I gave it a try the other night. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, you're into it? Yeah. We're on, we're on to something, Mark. I definitely agree with you, Ed. Mark, your mo- what's the most filling meal you can think of? Filling meal? Mm. I, I had a 500-gram steak. Good man. Followed by a half rack of lamb ribs yeah. and half a chicken. Yeah. Yes. You're writing these down, Jason. You might want to. This is a wine restaurant. Congratulations. Well, it's good to know that I'm not uh, a freak, or it's good to know that we are both freaks together. Uh, you have a nice day. What's up? Oh, he's oh, gone. No, 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 Dr. Caesar. What's next on the menu today, Mark? Uh, well, I've got four sandwiches to get through yet. So. Yeah. <laughs> We like our food down here, Joe. Good on you. See? Thanks, mate. Thanks for the call. This is the real Australia. How are you? Hey, Rob, how are you? Very well, thanks. Uh, Good, mate. Very well, thanks. I'm glad of that. Uh, What makes your day? Mate, I love when my cattle dog's roaming around the living room and uh, I manage to, uh, for want of a better word, slip one out and uh, he gets the blame for it. And then all of a sudden you're doing it, but it's like the old pants. Oh, get out of here! Some of that stuff. Yeah, it's great stuff, especially uh, if you can pull it off without smiling or sort of you know, smoking yourself. Wow. Well, Dead pan routine. Yeah. Do you do it when there's no one else there? When it's just you and the dog, you still play Like, get out. You are in trouble. We do other things when, you know, it's just us, but I'd like to keep that off the radio. You know what? That is fair enough, Rob. <laughs> and that is fair enough. So many ways to make your day. Hey, what about Tony? Can we meet Tony? Tony, how are you? You're very well, guys. Yourself? Uh, we're excellent. What, are you, what makes your day? Well, actually, I'd have to say the bourbon makes my day. Oh, yeah. I did only about 10 minutes ago. I, was, uh, I had my horoscope written by, uh, read by you, Ed. Oh, you
Wait a second. Thank you very much. Declan. Uh, Declan Faye. Declan Faye. Yeah, a guy that uh, Richard and I both know. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful writer and uh, radio uh, personality. We'll have him on one of these days. Mm. Uh, anyway, he told me a story about Rich last night. Yeah. Thank you very much. So I've just remembered. He said that when they were at the uh, premiere of Keating, yeah. Richard was trying to get into the sort of private area where Paul Keating oh, was. Oh, so I'm yeah. Richard Marsland. You yeah. don't know who I am. I write yeah. roast jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will stab you. That's funny. Yeah, sure, right? Yeah, sure. Anyway, then he said that, uh, Declan said that Richard said, come on, come on, come on, and he like grabbed Paul Keating and Declan took a really quick photograph on a, so, on a, on a disposable camera. So <laughs> the other way around. It was, well, Keating grabbed you. I need to be photographed with Richard Marsland. <laughs> Let me through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he was, uh, no, we, we just tried to get a photo with him and we were seeing buttonholing going on. Declan was a bit keener than I. Oh. I know what you do. I know what you get up to, Richard. I've heard that you like to approach women yeah. with a guitar in your hand. That's right. And this is what he says. Chili Peppers, and then we'll be back to wind up this damn show in just a moment on Triple M. Somewhere in the 
Chili Peppers, and then we'll be back to wind up this damn show in just a moment on Triple M. Thank you. 